Welcome to Radio J. Rude Healthy Living. Once again, my name is Eliezer Gruber, a certified nutritionist with offices in Borough Park and in Israel. Our listeners know very well by now that my goal in the field of nutrition is to bridge a very, very wide gap between nutrition and medicine. On a regular basis, I'm communicating with the medical field, doctors, scientists, professors, some of the top medical centers actually in the world. The basic, this basically translates to providing you with cutting-edge research on a clinical basis, promoting, and do I mean promoting, optimal care for our community. I spend so much time, effort, and energy, and also in the purpose of for developing and opening the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center, located in the heart of Borough Park at 4315 14th Avenue, was to provide you, the community, with an ongoing, the ongoing cutting-edge research, science-based on how to live, how to obtain a healthy, quality life that we all want for ourselves, our families, our children, and our parents and grandparents. About 12 years ago, Baruch Hashem, I developed the Nutri-Supreme Research line of dietary supplements with the purpose, the vision, the purpose, the vision, the goal to provide cutting-edge science-based formulas that promotes optimal health. Doctors, Baruch Hashem, with my ongoing communication with the medical field, that practice mainstream medicine, cardiologists, neurologists, internists, are using some of these Nutri-Supreme formulas in three different continents around the world. Now, in truth, the cause of most all diseases, as we know, I've quoted the Rambam in Hilchas Deis several times, is poor diet. Poor diet, lack of exercise, a sedentary way of life, exposure to these environmental toxins, which we will get into some today, stress, everybody today, we live in a very stressed culture environment, lack of sleep, we've spoken several times about the problem, sleep deprivation today in our community and in this country, which causes, which contributes, not just contributes, what actually has such a profound effect on the way our DNA, the expression of our genetic code. We live today in this in our society in an overconsumption malnutrition generation. We get most of our calories that we through eat throughout the day, ourselves, our family, calories from very cheap, low quality food. Excuse me, let me I would like to correct myself. Food that should not be classified as food, and then I'm not an extremist in any form or fashion. I know what it means, a good piece of chocolate. I know what it means, a good chocolate cake. I know what it means, a good apple pie. But it has to be a balance. It has to be done in moderation. If it's not, if it's done out of proportion, which we will see, which is contributing today's show, part two, from the two-part series of diabetes, if this is the main, if this is what's mainly going on our plates today, then this is what's causing major, major problem. If it's these empty calories, empty calories, whether it's the sodas, whether it's the fruit juices, whether it's the sports drinks, the refined carbohydrates, your breads, your white breads, your pastas, your rice, your potatoes. As I mentioned before, Harvard study on about 120,000 people, the two foods that promoted most the most weight gain, potatoes and potato chips, 
The potatoes is a mainstay, it's mainstay in most of people's diets today, white potatoes. And we see the correlation with the epidemic of obesity today, which is we'll see is a, is a risk factor, a very strong risk factor for type 2 diabetes. Diets full of industrial processed fast foods, junk foods, I like to say, we'll use the word, which are addictive. We have a CD. If you would like a CD on, on food addiction, you can call our office. I'll give the numbers at the end of the show. We live in a generation that's really, there is an addiction to food, especially in the field, in the, in the food of carbohydrates. Carbohydrates can be a very, very soothing food. People gravitate, a lot of people gravitate to carbohydrates, these empty calorie foods, and they actually become addicted to it. We've spoken about in the, on the CD, on that CD, on that, those, that two-part series, about food addiction can be sort of similar to cocaine addiction. Just like a drug addict is addicted to his cocaine, people are f- physically, physically addicted to food today. It's a very, very big problem, and it's causing major, major issues, diseases today that are very life-threatening. It becomes like such a vicious cycle. More and more of these processed foods that are full of chemicals that promote, I hate to say, promote disease, the opposite of health and wellness. If I could tell you how many people... How many people come either to the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center or call our number, our 800 number, or our local number, with such complaints? My staff gets calls. We get probably 150 calls a day. Fatigue, feeling wiped out, anxiety, all kinds of anxiety problems, general anxiety, OCD, Tourette syndrome, fears, as such a generation today of fears and anxieties, depression, such we had on the show as a renowned psychiatrist from the renowned Cornell, Wild Cornell Medical Center, professor of psychiatry in our community, the depression, the fears, bipolar has increased 40 times in the last 10 years. It's terrible. Reflux, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, it's like everybody today. Everybody's digestive system, everybody needs a, a rehaul in their digestive system. High blood pressure, as I mentioned, we live in a very stressed out generation. If you go into a, 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 a clinic from dialysis, it's either a diabetes or a high blood pressure that's driving these people that have to go on dialysis. ADD, attention deficit, hyperactivity, activity. Disorder, which Bez Hashem in the next several weeks, Nutra Supreme and Eliezer Guru will be coming out with a book on the ADD, ADHD, psoriasis, all kinds of skin problems, psoriasis, eczema, acne, yeast overgrowth. How many women, how many people come with yeast overgrowth? Nails, toenails, young children with yeast under their toenails. Believe me, it's not just going to a mikvah, it's not just being, it's external. What's happening within our digestive system? It's terrible. The The digestive system is the window of health. Bacteria, probiotics, Baruch Hashem, we have great results with our probiotic blend in these type of conditions, yeast infections, overgrowth. And then people, Achmanolatzlan, in our community, young people, cancer, arthritis, osteoporosis, brittle bones, cardiovascular disease, asthma, the list goes on and on and on and on. 
And this, these, these problems are surfacing at a very rapid, rapid epidemic pace. And believe me, the prescription pad model, and again, I have a very, very healthy relationship with the medical field on an ongoing basis. I'm in contact with medical doctors. In fact, recently I came back from Eretz Israel, and the day I left Eretz Israel, I consulted with one of the medical doctors regarding the patient, the patient of this medical doctor as well as myself, in order to bridge this wide gap between medicine and nutrition, and we should both be on the same page together. Now, where do we need to start? I've gone through the negative, and I want to focus on the positive. Where do we need to start our journey? And I hate to say it's a long journey for most of us. Journey back to balancing homeostasis, balancing our biochemistry. We need to develop a roadmap, a roadmap, a well-designed, balanced roadmap to reach our goal of optimal health and wellness, whether it's physically or whether it's emotionally. And where do we start? We start in our kitchen. We don't start in a pharmacy. We don't start in a health food store. We might want to buy from a health food store, but we need to start what is in our refrigerator, what are in the cabinets, what are we putting on the table, what is in our kitchen. Again, today's show will be the second part of a two-part series. We've, we've completed the first part several weeks ago on an addressing a global, and do I mean global, public health crisis, especially in developing countries. An epidemic that is totally sweeping across the country. What is that epidemic? It's not swine flu. That epidemic is diabetes type 2. As mentioned in part one of this two-part series, type 2 diabetes has been described as the new epidemic in the American pediatric population. Type 2 diabetes has changed from a disease of our grandparents, our parents, to a disease, Rahman al-Latzlan, of our children. According to the CDC, that's the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, one in every three adults have prediabetes. We'll get into what prediabetes is. Have prediabetes, that was already, that was in 2010. That was four years ago. Prediabetes, for our listeners who don't know what prediabetes is, it's a condition in which blood glucose levels, the sugar levels in your blood, are higher than normal, but it's not enough. It's not high enough to be considered a diagnosis of di- actually a full-blown diabetes type 2. When I see, and I see so many blood tests, over and over and over again, a fasting blood sugar of over 90, and especially if it's 90, in the high 90s, over 95, 97, 98, even though it might be in the normal range, it's under 100 To me, it's already a red flag. And when I see these numbers of the blood sugar, and I look at the HDL cholesterol, and I look at the triglycerides, and I look at the hemoglobin A1C, which is a three-month test how blood sugar is being regulated on a three-month basis, I usually am on a target, on on a bullseye in my machshava, I hate to say. There is an imbalance, and there's already, I hate to say, could be developing coronary artery disease towards a GPS roadmap to a heart attack or a stroke. 
we need to be very, very proactive. And we need to understand that it's in our hands the Rabboni Shalom gave us. We have within ourselves, as the Rambam says, most diseases come from wrong eating. Not eating the right foods or overconsumption, the Rambam says. Overconsumption is the biggest poison. Again, the A1C, the hemoglobin A1C, which endocrinologists, diabetes is a field from endocrinology, is a level 5.7 to 6.4 is considered an increased risk for diabetes type 2. 6.5 is a full-blown diabetic. Now, there are two major types of heart and blood vessel diseases that are very common in people with diabetes. There is coronary artery disease. There is cerebral vascular disease. People with diabetes type 2 are also at risk for heart failure. They're also at risk for a blockage of blood vessels in the legs called peripheral arterial disease. That's why you see long-term diabetics. Some of these long-term diabetics, Rachmanolatzlan, has to have they have to amputate their legs. There's ongoing circulation problems, kidney failure, as I mentioned in a dialysis clinic. There's one on 13th Avenue. I've never stepped foot in this facility, but if I would, I would imagine the two basically main type of patients are patients with diabetes or patients with high blood pressure. And then we have something called non-alcoholic fatty liver. I see on blood tests, especially especially people that are overweight, even if they're not a full-blown diabetic. I see a high ALTAST. Those are liver enzymes. Those are liver enzymes that has given me an understanding of what is doing in the liver. Why do I see high liver enzymes? So if you would ask the physician 30, 40 years ago, he would have said, well, the person's either a drug addict or he's an alcoholic. Today, we understand in the medical and the nutritional field, there is something called non-alcoholic fatty liver that not a, not a drug addict, not an alcoholic, somebody who is overweight, especially central obesity in the abdominal area, this is the worst place for fat in the stomach area. It's very close to the liver. And that can cause the, this abdominal obesity can cause high liver enzymes. That means there are problems that are burned. There is things that are on the, that are happening in the liver that are brewing in the liver. Long-term high liver enzymes is not a benign problem. Chasavasholam long-term can cause scarring in the liver. No one wants that. Why do I see? Why do I see a blood test of a 15-year-old Bacher with high liver enzymes besides the other, the lipid profile, an obese 15-year-old Bacher with high liver enzymes? It's very, very scary. To me, it's Bikuach Nefesh. It's Bikuach Nefesh, and if it doesn't change this profile of this 15-year-old Bacher, in the near future, there could be major problems. As mentioned on previous radio show, 
They did autopsies on Vietnam soldiers, Korean soldiers in the war. And these are 23, 22, 23, 24 year old, old soldiers. And they found on autopsies already existing coronary artery disease at this age. How many young people in our community, 40s, 50s, early 60s, heart disease, heart attack, stroke? Some of these people, Rahmanullah, are not living in this world anymore. Do we going to look at, well, we have between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Rabbani Shalom decides who's going to die, who's going to live, and we, we leave it up to the Rabbani Shalom to make that final decision? Do we have, we don't have any play, we don't have any part in this, what's going to happen to our lives? One of my Rosh Hashanah said, there's no mitzvah to be a pesi. There's no Indian of Shomer Psoyim, there's no mitzvah to be a pesi in this Indian. And I don't know, maybe to be Malamad Tzchus, Shomer Psoyim Hashem. We're all looking, we're all Psoyim. And we need to be, and we need Rachmanis from the Rachmanis from a lot of Rachmanis from the Rabbana Shalom. Also, how many women, how many women that are overweight or that are pre-diabetics already at an early age, and when but by conception, infertility problems, PCOS, PCOS is the number one endocrine problem. Why? Women cannot get pregnant. And why? They give the same medication glucophage that they give to a diabetic that a woman that has PCOS, that has irregular menstrual cycles, that has a hard problem, a hard time getting pregnant. In the United States, one in three children being overweight, one in three children overweight in America. And in fact, we are witnessing this global epidemic of type 2 diabetes in children. What's going to happen, Rachmana, let's learn with them as they grow older, when they get to the teens and when they get to the 20s and we get to the 30s and we get to the 40s? Do you think that a person that has a high, we read in the papers, we read in Amodia, we read in the in, the, in Yated, we see on Yeshiva World, somebody was nifter, or somebody had a heart attack at 50, 60 years old. You think it happened in the last five years? It was brewing this condition of coronary artery disease? You know when it starts? It can start in infancy. Streaks in the coronary artery can start in infancy. Who's going to get it? Only the Rabboni Shalom. We don't have a room at Tumim. We don't have, we're not doing the guns girl. We don't know, but the, it can start at a very early age in childhood. So we need, we, who's going to get it? We don't know, but we need to be very proactive, especially we see over and over again in our community. Young, young people stroke. How many people strokes? Have I seen many strokes, major strokes? Now, Let's get clear, when we mentioned about prediabetes, 5.7, over 5.7, hemoglobin A1c to 6.4, prediabetes. So, Baruch Hashem, I saw today in one of the well-known medical doctors who wrote a book on diabetes, there's no such thing as prediabetes. You think there's such thing as pre-heart attack? Pre-diabetes is a risk factor for heart attack, just like diabetes is a, heart attack, is a risk factor for heart attack. Pre-diabetes is a worse risk for stroke, just like diabetes is worse. You think because I'm only a pre you're only a pre-diabetic. You think that you're in a comfort zone? 
You think you don't have any worries, chas v'shalom, about as far as developing coronary artery disease, as far as having a stroke, chas v'shalom, circulation problems? It's, it's, it's a misnomer. It's, it's, to use the word prediabetes is not correct. You, there is a major problem over here when a person's sugar is not being regulated properly. And now in the medical field, we have, we've learned there's a third type of diabetes. Oh, what are we doing now? We know diabetes type 1. It has an autoimmune disease. Children, young children can get the pancreas. The body is attacking its own cells in the pancreas. And these children get it and they have to go on insulin type 1. Today's show is not about type 1. It's about type 2. But now there's a type 3 diabetes. What is type 3 diabetes? Type 3 diabetes in the literature is known as dementia and Alzheimer's disease. In the New England Journal of Medicine, which is one of the most prestigious medical journals in the world, in 2013, the authors wrote the following, an elevated blood sugar, even before diabetes, doubles the risk for Alzheimer's disease. Younger people today, what I see, are getting Alzheimer's disease. And what about the elderly? The number one risk factor for Alzheimer's disease is age. So if we're living in a generation of overconsumption and empty calories and foods, it's not even Roy for Achilles Kelleb, and this is what we're feeding our children, maybe we're feeding our children a recipe, not a recipe for a good chant on Shabbos, not a recipe for an ice cream, whatever, at a CM or a piece of chocolate cake. Maybe we're feeding a recipe for Alzheimer's disease. I would like to go into the supermarkets and take a ladder and go up, climb the ladder and go up and pull the signs off. This line is, is it canned goods? This is the soda goods. This is, this is the detergent aisle. This is the, the cracker aisle. This is the cookie aisle. This is the candy aisle. All the supermarkets have on it what aisle. So the shoppers, when you go, you can see which aisle to go down to know what you're going to buy. You know what, you, what you're looking for. So if I pull down these signs, what about if I put on new signs? This is the diabetes aisle. This is the stroke aisle. This is the heart attack aisle. This is the ADD aisle. This is the psoriasis aisle. This is the Alzheimer's aisle. This is the IBS aisle. Again, Eliezer Gruber is not an extremist. I feel, and, uh, and, and, and I, I know what it means, a good piece of ice cream, a good bowl of ice cream, a, a piece of chocolate, but it has to be in moderation. And even the ice cream, the cake, but at least I'd rather give somebody a candy bar than what I see that parents are giving their children for snacks to go to school. A candy bar is much healthier than some of these snacks, just loaded, loaded with chemical after chemical after chemical, synthetic sweeteners, dyes, and all kinds of preservatives and all kinds of colors. This is what we're giving our children to eat. This is who we love. This is who we want to grow and to steig and to develop themselves and to reach their full potential. And this is what we're giving them? It's, it's just, it's so ironic. 
the, the children that we spend so much time with, and we go and we want to give them the best chinuch, the best chinuch, the best rebbe, the best school, the best Beis Yaakov, the best moise, the shiva katana, the shiva gadoyla. We search and search and search, and a lot of parents pay so much money, and they get tutors for their kids, and they do so much financially, time-wise, and they love their children. And this is what we're putting in their mouth? This is what we're putting in their bodies? Again, I'm not here to criticize. That's not the point of this presentation. The president, we've been on the radio show for over two years now. The purpose of this radio show, Healthy Living, Radio J. Root Healthy Living, is to educate you on how to promote, to develop, to healthy life, healthy lifestyle habits so we can reach our potential physically and emotionally. The snacks that I see over and over again. Somebody took me, one of my colleagues took me into a supermarket, into a grocery store. And when we, I saw what was, what was on the shelves, what, and he tells me this is what he has young children. And this is what parents are giving their children. Read the labels. High fructose corn syrup. If you see any food that has high fructose corn syrup, that should be that should be a no no. That should be on the blacklist. That's a very unhealthy type of sugar. And what about the trans fats? Why is it that the governor of of New York City or the or a state or the senator of New Jersey banned Wendy's Wendy's food chain and and Kentucky Fried Chicken and all these different uh, restaurants from using hydrogenated fat? Why do I go and I'm looking something for Shabbos and I'm looking in the supermarkets and the grocery stores and I'm looking at the labels and I still see hydrogenated fat, partially hydrogenated fat? which is a killer, which according to the New England Journal of Medicine back 10 years ago, if not more, plus minus, 10 years ago, it causes inflammation, it increases coronary artery disease, increases heart attack. Why do I still see it on the labels in Hamish of food, of food, of food products? Why do I see it? Us, consumers, People that are buying it, if we don't buy it, they're not going to make it anymore. We need to be proactive. The artificial flavors, the monosodium glutamate, the MSGs, the artificial colors, the artificial sweeteners, the preservatives, the cold cuts full of nitrates, the red number 40, the blue number 2, the yellow number 5, the yellow number 6, the sodium benzoate. There's everything in this food except food. There's every ingredient in this package except food. The only food in, this, in these so-called snacks is sugar, is sucrose, and maybe water. Everything else with chemicals. Why is it when I'm by a very chosh of a rabbinical organization who tells me one of the mashgichim go into a plant where they're making some type of confection and ingredient, and he walks into the plant and he sees the person making the ingredient wearing a mask. So the rabbi says, Mr. So-and-so, why are you wearing a mask? Maybe I should put on a mask. Tell me, do I need to put on a mask? You're wearing a mask. So the person answered, well, you know, 
I'm working with an ingredient that's going into this confection ingredient. I'm working with something that's, that it's a very small, tiny amount, but it's carcinogenic. Carcinogenic means it can cause cancer. So how does it pass through a government? It wasn't in the United States. It was out of the United States. But how does it pass? How can so many foods laden with so many chemicals? I wonder why everybody's going crazy today. I told my wife, we need to put on a sign around us that I hang down, that I'm normal. Because if you don't say, you're, if you don't... If you don't know that you're normal, you're going to look abnormal because everybody that is abnormal seems normal because that's the that's the rove of the population. So it makes sense to me. And then you had on the news in 2013 on CNN from Harvard's Public School of Health and from Phil Landrigan, Dr. Landrigan, who's head in environmental medicine at Mount Sinai School of Medicine. These are people, pioneers in the field. 30, 40 years, they're studying children's brains. They're children, they're studying the pediatric, the prenatal, pediatric, this field of medicine, looking at children's brains, developmental, developmental of these children, the fetus in the infancy. And they brought out what is happening to our children's brains today because they're, in, they're exposed to so many chemicals in their environment. These aren't nutrition. These are MDs. These are professors of medicine. These are scientists. They're coming from the most prestigious medical centers. Mount Sinai School of Medicine. Everybody will agree that's a very, very, very prestigious medical center. Harvard Public School of Health. Harvard is a well-known, one of the most well-known medical centers in the world. A man came to me with his son, eight-and-a-half-year-old son. He mentioned when he eats a food with red number 40, the child totally explodes explodes. So now we know when I was growing up, you were afraid to chew gum. You were afraid to talk at a cow, to your neighbor in, this, in, in school, to your, the person sitting next to you. Today, the kids are hitting. The kids are disruptive. The kids can't sit. The kids are, they're, they're flying off. They're hanging from the window. They're hanging from the chandelier. I got a call once. Somebody called me at 2.30 on an air of Shabbos. 2.30 on the air of Shabbos, I said, I'm sorry. I picked up the phone. I thought maybe somebody was, you know, an emergency. I said, I'm closed. I close at 1.30 on the air of Shabbos. The man said, Mr. Gruber, you have to do me a favor. I can't go into Shabbos without giving. You have a product called Nature's Calm. I cannot go into Shabbos with my son if I don't give him Nature's Calm and we ran out of Nature's Calm. You have to do me a favor and please, I'll be there in five minutes. Open the door for me. I cannot sit at the table with my son. Now, okay, Baruch Hashem, I have a product that helps your son. But let's get to more the root of the problem. What is the root of the problem? What, what's doing in the kitchen? The kids aren't eating right. The kids aren't exercising. The kids aren't sleeping right. Do you think popping a, a, a melatonin pill or chewing a melatonin is the answer? Come on. Our listeners are smarter than that. You're using it as a Band-Aid. It's a total melatonin for a child is a total Band-Aid. If I take melatonin, it's going to knock me out also. When I came back now from Eritrea, I have, we, Nutra Supreme has a product called Sure Sleep. Great product. I went on, I sat by a window, I usually sleep, I usually sit on the aisle, I sat by the window. Now I take two sure sleeps and I'm out. I slept nine, I woke up nine and a half hours after the flight, after the flight took off. 
We had an hour till we landed in Newark Airport. Sure, I take melatonin. It has melatonin. It has valerian root. It has L-theanine. Sure, I take melatonin. It's going to help me to sleep. The children aren't missing melatonin. Their pineal gland in the brain is producing melatonin. You think they're missing melatonin? That's why they're falling asleep. You're giving them a Band-Aid. You're missing the basic physiology, basic biochemistry 101. They're missing calcium. They're missing magnesium. They're missing omega-3. They're missing vitamin D. They're missing protein. It goes on and on and on. So we're giving our children Band-Aid after Band-Aid. So if somebody is bleeding, so they have to put on a Band-Aid. You don't want to get blood on your shirt. You don't want to get blood on your dress. You don't want to get blood on your blouse. You put on a Band-Aid. But what happens, you have a piece, a piece of glass, a splinter in the skin. So you keep putting on a Band-Aid after a Band-Aid because you don't want to get blood on your skirt or your blouse. But take out the splinter. Take out the piece of glass. And then you won't need a Band-Aid. We're missing basic, basic olive base. And if we don't get it together, that's why we see, I see two major epidemics. Today's show is diabetes type 2. That's a major epidemic, which is in children and adolescents, which was never in the history of the world. Diabetes type 2 in children and adolescents. This is in the last years and where, what's the other epidemic? Psychiatric problem. How can it be? Well, CDC, one in five children have a psychiatric problem that needs some type of intervention, medication, or some type of psychological intervention. One in five? One in 50 children now are going to be diagnosed with autism? One in five children, boys, are going to be diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder? So you're going to say overdiagnosis. You're going to say more awareness. Wrong diagnosis. You can say whatever you want. And all of these diagnoses, it's just, we look in a book, you have this symptom, this symptom, you have 10 or 15 symptoms, you're diagnosed. Here's your medicine, here's your Adderall, here's your conservator, here's your antidepressant, here's your Prozac, here's your, here's your, here's your, here's your Wellbutrin. Whatever medication we're dealing with doesn't make a difference, but it's a Band-Aid. Again, we're missing olive base. We got to get out of the chemical factory. We got to get out of and spend. You go to the supermarket, you women, spend another 10, 15 minutes and look at the labels. Look at the labels and look, you're not doing your children or your family, or your husband, you gatekeepers out there. You're not doing anybody, any chesed by getting them a food that they like. If it's chesed be contributing to their coronary arteries, to their heart attack, to their stroke and also, and I don't mean to be blunt, but this is what's happening. It's we're witnessing it today and we've been witnessing it and we need to get it together. And besides the food, what about the lead? The mer- Okay, even, even besides older houses from the lead, the methylmercury, the arsenic, the BPA, the polychlorinated phenols, the solvents, all these endocrine disruptors, what, what Dr. Landrigan says in Mount Sinai School of Medicine, our poor children. Our poor children, it's Rachmanis for the kids because they're the ones, Chas that can suffer, are suffering, are suffering 
You think by giving a pill of Ritalin, and now they perk up, and now maybe they can concentrate a little bit. A lot, a lot of kids can't even take it. It makes them more anxiety, anxious. It makes them, they, they don't eat so well. They don't grow so well. You have side effects with all these medications, and it's usually not short-term. It used to be doctors, the field of psychiatry and the field of neurology felt, you know, short-term, just we don't want your child to have low self-esteem. We don't have, want to have to have a stigma. We don't want this and that. He's got a stig. I agree. So if we tried everything else, then maybe we do need a Ritalin sometimes, and maybe we do need a Concerta sometimes or an Adderall, maybe. But if we don't, in conjunction, hopefully we won't need it. But if we, even if we do need it for our children, if we don't, in conjunction, again, look at our basic biochemistry, then we're missing the boat. Let's, little positive sikum, what can we do, what can we do to help ourselves, help our family members, what can we do, our children, ourselves, our parents, grandparents, I'm telling you, we're literally, our body is not starving physically, but from a biochemical perspective, we are starving, our brains are starving, our bodies are starving, the foods, we need more anti-inflammatory foods, not pro-inflammatory foods, we need healthy protein, most people are not getting healthy protein. A pregnant woman needs 70 grams of protein. Children, or let's say uh, teenagers, need at least 50, 60, even more, 60 grams of protein. Most adults need 70 grams of protein based on your weight, based on a few factors, actually, on your age and weight and a few factors. But we're not getting enough protein. Eggs, one egg is 6 gram of protein. A half a can of tuna, which... Shouldn't eat tuna more than a couple times a week, especially you shouldn't. The albacore has more methyl, has more mercury. Go with more. The chunk light tuna is better, but not tuna more than a couple times a week. Salmon, sardines, mackerel, anchovies loaded with omega threes. The farm salmon though is not near as good as the wild. The wild is a problem though because of the tilloium of the bugs. We have to. That's not the part. That's not the part of purpose of this show though. But we need protein. If we can't protein. From food, then Baruch Hashem, Nutri-Supreme Research has great tasting whey protein. Whey protein is a phenomenal way to get protein, a whopping 25 grams of protein. Baruch Hashem, I started today, today, this morning when I came in to prepare for the radio show in my office. I had 25 grams, 30 grams of whey protein. I even put it in water and it tasted great. Put it in a shaker, shook it up and drank it, had three cups. Phenomenal way to start the day. Phenomenal protein. Then I had a few teaspoons of, of, of pumpkin seeds. Phenomenal. I had some fish. Phenomenal way. This is the way to start a day. The kids need protein. We need protein to start. Not this big high fructose, high carbohydrate, simple carbohydrate breakfast, and they're on a seesaw and they can't focus and they're wiped out by 11 o'clock in the morning and you can't think and you can't concentrate and you get a little bit disruptive and your behavior becomes a little bit disruptive. You need healthy food and start with protein. Turkey is a good protein, chicken, lean chicken, fish. I mentioned lean meat a couple times a week. You can have eggs. You might as well spend a little few extra extra pennies of extra dimes and nickels, organic eggs. Better get organic eggs where the eggs where the where the hens are, are at least running around free range and they're not they're not locked up in a, in this little small type of compartment and just trying to produce as many eggs as possible. That's not a way to go. Spend a little bit extra money. Foods that are high in fiber. We need fiber, especially diabetes type 2. We need to slow down. Slow down. We're not 
on the parkway. We're not on the Grand Central. We're not on the, you shouldn't be speeding anyway. We're not on the FDR. We're not speeding. We're not skidding. We don't want, we want to slow down the food in our digestive system. Fiber, the foods are depleted with fiber. They're stripped, depleted totally of fiber. If you want orange juice, eat an orange. Don't drink the orange juice. The orange juice is probably 30 grams of sugar, simple sugar, and it does nothing to put the brakes on the orange juice that's going to now go into your bloodstream and the sugar is going to go up one, two, three. You're talking about a simple sugar, fructose. So eat the orange. Eat the orange and you have fiber and you have more nutrients. That's a much, much better way to go. You need fiber. The rainbow colors of vegetables, fruits and vegetables, such a wealth full of antioxidants, full of valuable, valuable nutrients for your brain, for your cardiovascular system, for your kidneys, for your liver, detoxifying your liver. You need these foods. Your, your body is hungry for it. It's starving for it. This is why if we don't address this and we don't start rerouting or reprogramming our GPS, we run in problems. Nuts, a phenomenal food that Rabbanishon gave us, nuts. doesn't matter what kind of nuts, whether you like your pistachios, almonds, whether you like your walnuts, pecans. It doesn't matter. Just nuts is phenomenal. I mentioned Harvard study on 115, 117,000 people, a handful of nuts, less cardiovascular disease. When people, the people that ate a handful of nuts, on a daily basis, but don't get it in oil, the nuts. If you're going to get nuts, get it raw or get it dry roasted. And if you want to, you can even better take the raw and you can bring it home and turn on your oven to about 250 degrees Fahrenheit for about 20 minutes or so. And you have a now a nice roasted, good, healthy high in protein, high in different minerals, high in different different nutrients. It's going to be great for your body. Seeds, all the seeds family, the pumpkin seeds and the sunflower seeds and the chia seeds and the flax seeds, besides fiber, healthy fat, the Mediterranean type of diet, the healthy fat, that's the most, that's a diet that's most researched, that has the best, best results from all the diets out there. We had again on the show, as I mentioned, a psychiatrist from Cornell Weill, and then somebody called up and they're speaking about diets in the field of psychiatry. The Mediterranean diet, besides reducing the risk for Alzheimer's, besides cardiovascular disease, besides reducing the risk for diabetes, psychiatric problems. There is data from journals in psychiatry that this diet reduces the incident of psychiatric problems. So we got a win-win situation over here. If we just program and change our GPS, our direction, olive oil, a phenomenal type of oil, olive rich, rich and rich in antioxidants. It's could I to spend. I'm not here to spend your money. Spend the extra couple of dollars. Buy an organic cold press extra virgin olive oil. It's worth it. It's worth it. Put the best into your body. This is what's going to give you the best of health. Avocados are phenomenal foods, healthy fats, coconut oil. Coconut oil is a very, very good, healthy oil. I've seen changes, difference in people with brain issues. It could be very good for brain. The data is very skimp, though, on that. But it, a coconut oil could be very bad. But get a non-processed, get an organic, non-processed, non-refined Plain, none, nothing done to it, no processing done to this coconut oil. And what about your bean family, your lentils and your beans full 
full of valuable phytonutrient. Great to protect our arteries, great to protect our brains, great to protect our whole physiology, our whole biochemistry. Great food, and it's low in the glycemic index, good food for a diabetic, people that are pre-diabetics. Again, I don't hold from this pre-diabetes because it's the same risk factor as for as a, as a diabetic for heart disease and stroke. But it's phenomenal. In cocoa, yeah, cocoa, cocoa, full of antioxidants. If you're going to get a cocoa, get try and get over 70%, 75% cocoa. Cocoa has a lot of antioxidant to it. Garlic, onions. Such great antioxidants and great all these women with the yeast over yeast infections and these people that come in, their souls, their, their, their digestive, because of their digestive system and because of this and there, there's over yeast growth in this garlic, onions, if you know how to eat it, if you know how to prepare it, phenomenal food. And what about the anti-inflammatories? We live in an inflammatory generation. I remember a professor from EMD Anderson who I communicated with several times. He came to the convention center in Secaucus, New Jersey. He had on the screen Alzheimer's disease, cardiovascular disease, cancer, about three or four different cancers, rheumatoid arthritis, colitis, Crohn's disease. He had like five fields of medicine. I said, what's going on over here? The thread that connects all these fields of medicine, all these problems, these medical conditions, is inflammation. Rosemary, turmeric, ginger, phenomenal anti-inflammatories. Baruch Hashem, Nutri-Supreme has great anti-inflammatory products. We have our Baswellia, our turmeric, our ginger. Phenomenal, phenomenal anti-inflammatory ingredients. Again, we want to stay away from the fruit juices and the sugars, and which is driving problems with sugar. We want the fiber. We want vitamin D. There was a study now going on. It was a press release in October of 2013. Yes, a press release from the National Institute of Health, the the most the one number one research center for medicine in the world, looking at where the study is being now in 25 medical centers, ongoing study in 25 medical centers from the East Coast to the West Coast. Unhealthy people giving them 4,000 IU of vitamin D a day to, because of this diabetes type 2 being such a major alarming epidemic. They're hoping it's going to reduce diabetes type 2 by 25%. Phenomenal. Does, on a, from a momentous perspective, you're going to save millions and millions and even maybe billions of dollars from the health care. Just from a simple pennies, pennies a day of vitamin D. Get your blood sugar, get your vitamin D checked, your children and your cells and your parents. Get it checked and get a level from 50 to 60 nanograms from email. That's the letter. It doesn't matter what you have to take, whether you have to take 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. Get your levels checked and get a good level. It's very, 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 very important. One Before we take some questions, I have one other thing just to... Two, um, two other things to mention, Baruch Hashem, Bez Hashem, in the next never three or four weeks, Nutri-Supreme will be coming out. We already have a very, very good blood sugar formula that regulates, helps to promote healthy blood sugar. Bez Hashem, we're coming out in the next few weeks with another. We're always looking to make the best, best, best for you and our community. The best products that we can make, it's going to be even better. Science-based ingredients that Bez Hashem are going to help regulate and, and to promote healthy blood sugar. And the last thing, Achron, Achron, that's the, that's what is, is the best over here is exercise. Achron, Achron, this is the Achron, Achron, this is what we're looking for. Achron, Chaviv is exercise, crucial cardio exercise. Get out, whether it's your elliptical, whether it's your treadmill, whether it's your swimming, whether it's your running, whether it's your brisk walking, 
Get out 30 minutes a day at least in exercise and do some type of resistant training, especially if there's already diabetes, prediabetes, exercise. It's a great way to prevent. It's a great protocol to treat diabetes. And some type of resistant training means sometimes whether it's weights, light weights, make sure you get clearance from your doctor, from either your cardiologist, your internist, if you have a medical condition. And, I, and I'll give you a test to do. It's not easy for me to do this test. Somebody, somebody that's a gym instructor gave me this idea. Let's see if you could do like this. Go and do, and you could do it anywhere. You can do it in your home, in your office. Do 10 jumping jacks. And after you do 10 jumping jacks, do 10 push-ups. And then do 9 jumping jacks and do 9 push-ups. And then 8 jumping jacks and 8 push-ups. Until you go all the way down to 1. You start with 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. See if you can do it. I would imagine most people, I couldn't do it the first couple of times. No way. It was very difficult for me to do this. This is a great way, resistant training, push-ups, great way together in, in combination with cardiovascular, with cardio exercise, phenomenal, phenomenal, your brain, you'll, 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 you'll reap the benefits. You'll call me up in the next, within a week and say, I can concentrate better. I know where my keys are. I know where I put my glasses. I know where I put my wallet. I know where I park my car. I don't have to put on the beeper my, on my keychain to find out where I park my car. You'll know where everything is. You'll be much more organized. I would like to give out the number. We have a, just a, for a couple questions. I would like to give out the number to call. The number to call for a question is 718-683-5858. Again, 718-683-5858. If you would like to text in a question, it's 347-927-8398. We'll be back just in about two minutes.
Welcome back to Radio J Root Healthy Living. We have a couple of questions over here. One question is text message, what uh, healthy snacks for the children today in school? So it depends. If it's a, a lot of the schools today are nut free. I mean, if it's not a nut free school, nuts is a phenomenal high in healthy fat, high in healthy protein, a phenomenal way to get. Good, nutrient-dense calories is nuts. If it's a nut-free school, there may be seeds, pumpkin seeds, mixed together maybe with some type of craisins or something like that to make it, give it a little bit sweet uh, taste to it would be maybe a good idea. If they want a carbohydrate, I mean, those are carbohydrates, fruits and vegetables, carbohydrates, at least one of the snacks, again, from the from the seeds, if it's a nuts-free school, together with maybe some craze, craisins, if also, if you want, let's say, crackers, let's say, don't get crackers with oils in it. We've already lived in an overabundance of omega-6, the soybean oil and the canola oil and, the, and all these corn oil, sunflower, safflower, it's too, too much in our, in our bodies. We need to find snacks that don't have these oils in it. So I know there's a company called Shibolin that's made, I think it's made in Israel, but you can get it over here. I see on the ingredients, they don't have any vegetable oil. It's better, again, do not get, if possible, snacks, the crackers that that don't have the oil, that do not have the oils, the vegetable oils in it. As far as rice cakes, rice cakes, we have to be careful, though, especially in children. As long as it's coming from California, we have to know where the rice is coming from, because as I mentioned, there is an issue of inorganic, inorganic arsenic in rice today, so... And and this, as much as we can promote healthy snacks in my book, and I'm going to come out with soon on attention deficit, I will have a chapter there or part of a chapter on different snacks for children. Thank you for the question. Um, I believe we have somebody online here. Hello. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I was wondering, you mentioned you have a new product for blood sugar. Correct. What is that for? Is that for diabetes? It's for people that have an elevated blood sugar that's that's leaning towards or going in the direction of diabetes. So the product is, Bez Hashem, we have one product that's existing already. As I mentioned on the show, this is going to be even upgraded. It's going to be a stronger science-based, even the, the one we existing when we have with great results, phenomenal results. It is science-based as well. But this is going to be. This should be stronger, based to help bring down these elevated blood sugars, these elevated hemoglobin A1Cs that are going into the direction of diabetes. For example, I had a woman come to me. This was probably about four or five months ago, and she had this so-called elevated blood sugar, elevated hemoglobin A1C, together with the diet and the exercise, and this blood sugar formula that we have now, NutraSupreme. Within three months, her A1C went from 6.2 to 5.8, which is phenomenal in three months. So hopefully, Bez Hashem, this will even be better. So again, the, the, the target, the, the target of the product is to bring down elevated fasting blood sugars, A1Cs, people, men, women, or younger people that are going in the direction of diabetes to bring it down to a very normal, optimal range. And Mitzvah Hashem, it'll be out in the next several weeks. 